Your herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is October the 28th, 2019. We are on episode 83. Episode 83. This is the Halloween episode. Right. Scary. (laughs) Yeah. By the time y'all get this, well, I guess you'll get it Tuesday night, but Wednesday morning if you want to. Want to check it out first thing Wednesday morning, so that'll go right along with the Halloween festivities. So, uh, let's see. Ishmael, let's do this because we do this every once in a while. Where can the people find us if they would like to share our podcast, let people know about it? Uh, because all their friends are going to be at this Halloween party and we want them to spread the, the joy that is the Black Delegates. Right. Spread the joy. You can hit us up. Multiple places uh, can hit us up on Facebook. Just search for the Black Delegates podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. If you want to follow Ryan, he is at the Black Ryan. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Ish Creates. That's I S H Creates. And if you want to follow up on Juice Box Baby and Box Wine Poppy as he's still out on paternity leave. You can follow him on Twitter at Box Wine Poppy. Uh, also, make sure you rate and review. You're going to wait. This is your first time listening to the show. Wait until after the show. Go ahead and drop that five stars. But we're going to have a great show for you today. Going to be talking some Halloween topics. Going to be talking racism. It's the Black Delegates. Always got to talk racism. Of course. Uh, talking <laughs> some some pumpkins, some weird phone skins, uh, and even some haunted houses. But first, as we do every week, got to go with This Week in Blackness. So, Ryan, are you going first? Am I going first? How I go first. To it? I can go first. I can go first. So, let's start off. Uh, uh, my week was uh, okay. Typical. Typical. But uh, thank God it was raining on Saturday. Now, not often will you hear somebody say they're happy for the rain, but I was because there was no soccer game. No soccer game Saturday. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting up uh, looking at my phone as if I was waiting on a snow day in sixth grade. Right. I was just like, come on, come on, come on. And then it popped up. Game has been canceled. I'm like, yes. So laid back down. Or I popped up, popped my head in Trenton room because he was already woke. I'm like, hey, no soccer game. Chill, uh, be quiet. I'm going back to sleep, and went back in, went back to sleep. So I did get now, a, was he a very in his room, like with the full soccer jersey <laughs> no, no. on. Did he already have his uh, shin pads on and his socks no, pulled no. all the way up? Had no, his I already ready. warned. I already warned him. I told him. I said, "Hey, it's a possibility the game get rained out. Uh, your mother said it's like a hundred percent chance, so probably not gonna <laughs> have a game. Don't put your stuff on until we tell you to." And so he he was prepared. He actually said said uh, yes. I don't know why. Uh, he was watching cartoons, so maybe that was why. I don't know. He yeah. seemed excited too. But uh, so because of that, uh, like I said, I got uh, a nice nap. Man, I slept until like eleven, which is crazy. I don't remember mm-hmm. the last time I slept that late. Uh, but it was so refreshing. 
uh, I was I was awakened. I probably would have went back to sleep, but my wife came in the room and she's like, uh, "Hey, uh, she's like, did the did the mattress people say what time they was coming?" I was like, "No, I just got an email. I don't remember seeing a time on there. At least nobody called me to conf- confirm, which they usually do, and they say, "Hey, we'll be there during this window." Right. Uh, are you going to be there still? But I never got a confirmation call or anything. Uh, I ordered it from like Sam's, uh, the website for Sam's Club. And then like this XP Logics place is the ones that deliver it. XPO Logics. You've seen the trucks on the highway, I'm sure. So I'm like, nah. So hopped up real quick, you know, wipe the cold out my eye. <laughs> cold. I had to wipe the slob off my face because I'm sure I was looking crazy. I know my hair was looking crazy. Uh, went to the door, you know, told dude, come on, you know, this is where you take it in and all that kind of stuff. Had to get a new mattress, man. You know, when you get old, you know, that mattress starts affecting you uh, way more than when you was younger. When you was younger, you could sleep on your grandmama's old mattress that she bought when she was a teenager. And you was fine. <laughs> right. But as soon as you get old, <laughs> that mattress get get five, five, eight years old. And you're like, oh, man, this mug is my back getting sore. I'm twisted yeah. up. Yeah, so. It was time to get a new one, man. So I did uh, switch over. So instead of the plush, you know, pillow top mattress, we got a straight up extra firm, extra firm. So I'm going with a straight up old people mattress. Extra but I read, firm. yeah, man, I read that it's good for uh, bigger size people like myself. So I was like, that that worked. So it's better for keeping your back in line and all that kind of stuff. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm all for it. But two nights in or three nights in, it was great. Okay. So I had absolutely no qualms about it. I slept great. I slept good, man. My my uh my back had been hurting, and it it's actually been stopping. It stopped hurting, and it's been hurting probably for a couple of weeks. So yeah, feels good. Okay. Right. Um. So what did they do while they was in? Oh, interesting thing that happened about that is when they were leaving. Real cool dudes, a uh, white dude and a black dude. Not that that matters, but uh, they were supposed to have like a white glove moving right so they supposed to come in it, it literally said uh, a white glove so i'm thinking hey man they about to be fancy they about to come here looking like the maytag man <laughs> they're gonna have all the white suit they're gonna look like you know good humor ice cream or something had a white gloves on carry it in there you know sweep it off with like a feather duster and be like oh is everything okay sir that is not what happened <laughs> them brothers just brought the bed brought the mattress in they they did take care of it they made sure you know because it was raining out that they ain't get uh, water all over the house but there was water in the in the front room because but it's wrapped in plastic so the mattress was fine tore the plastic off in the front you know took the mattress back took the old one which is the best thing about it because you know normally you get something from sam's you had to get rid of that mattress too which i didn't want to be doing that but they said they would take it so that was perfect um but yeah they just put it in there there were no gloves there were no gloves at all not even not even black gloves <laughs> so they had no gloves but they said it was a white glove service so shout out to them. And as they pulled out of my driveway, I didn't notice until I was leaving in the afternoon, but my mailbox was all twisted up. <laughs> so I think I think this back of the truck must have pulled it and it twisted it sideways. Basically broke my mailbox's neck is basically what it was. I took pictures of it and I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, um, I was telling my wife, I, don't, I was like, oh, I don't really know who did it exactly, but I was like, it had to be them because I didn't. It didn't happen no other way, and you know, if nobody would be driving like that. My street is not a through street; it's like a cul-de-sac, so there's no reason to come down here other than that. I could see a big old truck clipping it, so I blamed it on them. So I did call or I sent an email, and I was like, Hey, can y'all uh, y'all messed up my my uh, mailbox? Here's some pictures. 
I figured it'd take forever for them to respond. They responded this afternoon, man. I sent that email yesterday. He responded this afternoon. Dude called me and was like, hey, you know, sorry to hear about the mailbox. You know, what happened? And I was like, yeah, I just think they just clipped it, man. They were cool, but, you know, but I ended up having to buy another mailbox and all that kind of stuff. The mailbox itself was fine, but I had to get a new, uh, uh, new uh, pillar. Yeah, yeah, get the post. So I, I got a new post, new cedar post and all that, which is cool because I wanted to get one anyway. So it worked out. But uh, dude was like, how much you pay for all that stuff? And I was like, it wasn't. It was actually pretty cheap. I was like, it wasn't but like, you know, 50 bucks. And he was like, OK, well, he's like uh, $50. I'll just send it over to the people and, they'll, you know, they'll give you a call back. And then he called me back and he's like, hey, it's only $50. We can uh, we could just send you a gift card and you can use it wherever. So sending me like a Visa or MasterCard card or something like that. So cool with that. Cool, cool. Now, my question is, and I'm asking this really on behalf of Box Wine Poppy, because I know that he will bring it up. Did you tip the white glove delivery men? Oh, I thought about it. I thought about it. And I was like, oh, Paul would totally tip these dudes. And I was like, (laughs) heck no, I ain't tipping them. No, you don't get no tip. This is your job. Well, and if I'd have tipped them and they destroyed my mailbox, then yeah, I well, nah, man. What I was gonna say is that might have been the reason that mailbox got That's clipped. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> you leave no tip, your mailbox gets clipped. I I guess that's possible. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I end up getting a free mailbox, so all is well. So it's gonna be about a week before I get that. But shout out to uh, XPO Logistics, uh, they got right. that done and uh, got me a free mailbox. There you go. What about you? How was Living your week? Life. Uh, my week was pretty uh pretty basic, pretty regular, as my coworker would say. Um, first, I guess before I even go into the week, I'm gonna go into you know I often get a lot of face to face feedback. People that don't necessarily want to leave comments on the Facebook or the Instagram or you know on the mm-hmm. actual podcast, but people like to talk face to face. So I had a little complaint. About the Black oh. Ryan. Oh, and good. Normally, <laughs> this might have been a complaint directed at Box Wine Poppy. He is the resident sexist of the podcast, but the Black <laughs> Ryan has been accused of a little bit of sexism. Oh, that's all right. I'm going to stand by this one. And Go the ahead. comment that caused it is we were talking about Box Wine Poppy, you know, his paternity leave, and you said it basically wasn't excused. He said, when the baby's first born, the baby don't do nothing. So why does he need to be off away doing the podcast? And uh, this frequent listener, who is a woman, pointed out the fact that the mother is recovering from having the baby Mm. post-birth. So not only should Box Wine Poppy be taking care of of juice box baby, but he should also be tending to his wife who just gave birth. So mm. they said that it was uh they were not happy with that comment. They thought it was a little bit chauvinistic. Those are my words, uh, not hers. But they just said that was a little out of bounds and that you should have considered the woman more when you talk about box wine poppy. So do you have a rebuttal? I'm gonna give you the chance to to rebuttal. Are you standing on it? Or you're going to backtrack a little bit. You're going to do a James Harden two-step back. Let me let me see. I did think about it after I said it after the podcast. And no, I'm going to double down. <laughs> he still should be on the podcast. There's no excuse. 
Everybody's fine, man. He can squeeze out two hours. He can. Because mm. I know he's not doing anything. He's just not. <laughs> I've done this twice now. And yes, I also helped my wife. And yes, she did get to recuperate. And yes, uh, the baby slept all day for like two weeks. Mm. He, he could be on this podcast. Doubling down on it. And that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying he's less of a man because he's not here. I'm just saying he's not here. That's all. All right. So, darn box wine mommy. Just recover on your own. The Black Ryan has spoken. Okay, so got that out the way. I'm going to uh, this week in blackness. So, as you mentioned, Saturday was a rainy, cold, dreary day. Uh, unlike you, you said you got to get up at, you know, sleep in until 11 or so, I had to be up at the crack of dawn uh, Saturday morning. Instead of going and hooping like I normally do, I put on my ACT hat. You know, I get to uh, proctor those exams a couple times oh, okay. a year. So Saturday morning was ACT proctoring. So I'm up bright and early, making sure the youth of America are getting their ACT testing in. Uh, so did that. After so how much you charging? How much you charging to look the other way? <laughs> Uh, is that no, like a hundred, two no. hundred? You probably nah, get it. Oh, no. I don't know. They giving out money to get in colleges these days. You might be get a couple million. Hey, Just look right. the other way. That's what I'm saying. You look at Felicity Hoffman and these other celebs going to jail. It's it's gonna have to be more than a couple hundred. Any of the uh, potential <laughs> ACT testers, y'all gonna have to make it worth my while for me to look the other way. I'm snitching right. on everybody. Uh, right. But that went with no uh, no issues. That was pretty smooth. Besides getting up so early. Uh, it was so rainy afterwards, wife and I, we were going to kind of hang out the day, you know, just go exploring, but we just got something to eat. Hey, hold up, hold up. Sorry, and... sorry. I don't want to, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt. Go ahead. The, the ACT thing, man, if you just, you literally just sitting there, I, I assume that they tell you you can't have your phone, so you just sitting there for hours on end? Well, you, that's have a long to, test. you have to read the instructions uh, right. For each test, you know, there's different. There's mathematics. There's re reading or writing. There's science. So you have to read the instructions. You have to time them. You have to actually walk around and make sure that uh, people are doing the right test. That they're not going back to the previous test. You know, make sure oh, okay. people aren't cheating. So even though it's a pretty relaxed environment, I mean, you do actually have stuff to do. It's not like you just sitting there. Uh, oh, okay. not doing anything it's like and now they've moved it to electronically it used to be all paper uh but now you do it on a, a laptop a or a nice. phone or a tablet and it kind of time it keeps the time for you so so do you have to bring your own tablet or they, they provide one yeah you bring your own i bring my laptop but it, I, i'm okay. sure you can do it on your phone too so you know whatever electronic device you have that's what you do it on. But again, these are in schools. So even if I didn't Man, take my sounds, laptop, there's a computer in whatever room uh, I'm in. So I can do it on that. Man, that sounds like it'd be even easier to cheat once you get in to bring your stuff from home. I'm just saying. No, the kids aren't doing it electronically. The proctor, oh, just you. Yeah. The, the, oh, okay. The proctor, okay. I thought you meant the kids taking the test. Electronically. Oh, okay. No, I'm but, like, you know, some some little Bill Gates or don't crack <laughs> that mug and be like, right. let me let me get a few wrong so they don't know I got a perfect. Right. No. The, yeah. The students are still taking it with pencil and you know oh, okay. the same little uh, multiple choice oval sheets that you got to fill in that that hadn't changed. So that's still old school. 
but yeah, just right, given sorry. the examination, given all the uh, the rules and uh, stuff like that, that's done electronically. Okay. So sorry about to, that. Go ahead. Oh, no problem. No problem. Uh, so after that, like I said, went to eat. So that was pretty much it. Not a whole lot this weekend. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about too during my weekend blackness, since mine was pretty whack. Uh, you know, I like to follow politics. Sometimes we talk about it on the show, but not too much. But I thought there were two interesting things. We talked a little Trump last week. These are Trump-related, mm-hmm. although one is directly. So number one, I don't know if you saw the story of Rudy Giuliani, where they said he butt-dialed a NBC reporter two times, and the reporter didn't answer. You know, he's busy doing his reporting. So on his voicemail. <laughs> so when Rudy Giuliani calls you, you just don't bother? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's straight to voicemail. You, you like, kind of eh, got to answer. Eh. He's, he's the, the president's counsel. Yeah. Well, before he was a president's counsel, I think you would answer. Now, you know he lying, whatever he says. So you're like, eh. <laughs> send it to voicemail. But, uh, oh, and this was 11 p.m., so, you know, reporter might have been doing his thing. Well, this says a reporter was asleep, but, you know. Sure he was. You know, oh, I'm sorry I didn't answer. I was asleep. <laughs> you know what that is. But, uh, yeah, it says uh, Rudy Giuliani left two voicemail messages. Um, and it was clearly a butt dial because he wasn't addressing the reporter directly. And he was basically implicating himself in crimes. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Really? Like what type of crimes? Um, they were saying that he was talking about meeting with Bahrain's king. Uh, he was talking about you know, Rudy is in the news for all, you know, all this stuff with uh the Ukraine and he's kind of right. been working as a foreign agent or um uh, an agent, you know, within the Trump administration talking to these foreign countries. So he basically was talking to somebody about those things, but didn't realize that he had butt dialed this dude. So <laughs> I don't think there, I don't think it was like explicit, like, yes, uh, give me the crack cocaine right now. Give me three pieces of crack cocaine. It wasn't explicit, but it was enough to where you know that he's implicating himself in criminal activities. Mm. So, so does uh, Rudy Giuliani? He has a um, he has a Nokia flip phone. <laughs> like how how exactly are you butt dialing anybody in this day and age? How's this hey, possible? You got a lock dials. screen. You got a you got a, a, a lock code. Maybe you at least got a lock screen. Then you would have to go to uh, phone, and then lot, you would have to click somebody. That's people, a lot. They don't necessarily have the lock screens, or if they do have a lock screen, they'll have their phone unlocked. Put it in their pocket and it'll dial. Because I receive butt dials. Like, I won't even say the person who it is is related to work. Uh, I don't want to put that person on blast. But maybe every couple of months, uh, once a month, once every two or three months, I'll get like two butt dials from somebody at my job. Really? I'm like, hello, hello. And I'm like, okay, it must be another butt dial. So it happens. But uh, he was talking about also the Biden stuff, you know, how um, they were trying to get dirt on Biden. So that's kind of what he was talking about. But he was implicating himself in that. So I thought that was funny. Uh, Also, the second thing. So I put I put a link 
in the keep. I told you not to right. look at it until I was on this week in blackness, so you can look at it now. Okay, uh, I've been waiting. Yes, so you know, or I don't know if you heard that the U.S. Um, killed, I guess, the top ISIS leader. I can't even think of right, right. his name. So, um, But Trump released this photo of him in the Situation Room, and it was supposed to be like when Obama released the photo when they killed bin Laden, and they got the photo of them like watching the, um, the military strike uh, that was going right. on. So Trump released this photo with him and Biden and some of the military commanders. And tell me if this don't look like the most staged <laughs> fake photo <laughs> that you have ever seen. Do you, do, do you think so? Hmm. Yes. And there, uh, there's, there's some people who have said that Trump could not have been in the situation room when it happened because based on the timestamp of the photo, they said he actually was playing golf at the time. That hasn't been confirmed, but it's been thrown out there by actually Obama's photographer, main photographer was the first person to kind of put that out there because he's like, well, the timestamp on the photo says, you know, this time and uh, the actual, what do you call it, the the activity and military strike on him happened at this time. Mm-hmm. So he was still playing golf. Like he literally was playing golf oh, before okay. this stuff happened. So yeah. I feel like this photo, just the look on everybody's face, it looked like Trump was like, okay, we, we got to take say, a photo. So dude on the left, definitely he looked like he's looking at the camera to take a picture. So <laughs> yes, uh, Trump, I feel like he's trying to look mean. Right. Uh, also the dude in the green who got the old school World War II uh, soldier uniform on. <laughs> Where he got that yeah, one from? So. Yes. Uh, he also is looking at the camera like, I can't believe we got to do this. <laughs> exactly. What, what are you doing? Like but the other people, I don't know. I don't know what they're looking at. You know, it could, yeah, it could be staged. It could be. Um, I'm very worried that uh, the United States of America has so many Ethernet cords. <laughs> like, this is a problem. <laughs> and none of them are plugged in. <laughs> no. So why do we have them? Why is there space in here? Why is there not something covering that hole up? This is trash. Right. Yeah. That IT dude needs to be fired. <laughs> Immediately. So, and, and to the listeners, I know y'all like, what are they talking about? Check the show notes. We'll definitely post the photo. If you haven't seen it, it'll be in the show notes. We'll post, uh, I'm going to post this tweet, which has the one from the Obama administration when they killed bin Laden and the one here where now the United States has killed, I think it's al-Baghdadi is uh, the, the guy's name. Uh, but just let me know if you feel like, is this a real photo or is this staged? To me, when I look at it, every time I'm like, yeah, this is this is phony. And there's no doubt that this happened, you know, that this guy was killed. But I think I literally do think Trump was on the golf course when it happened and was just like, okay, we, we, we got to get a photo. Hey, everybody sit down, look mean, make the meanest face because America's strong, <laughs> we're tough. So let's put on your toughest face right now. And yeah. So. Yo, shout out to how, look how clean uh, Obama's Ethernet cables are. <laughs> Super clean. You only see one or two. There's no, uh, you know, no way to get electrocuted. Everybody's good. Make people are standing in the room great again. Yeah, very good, very good. Yep, yep. So that that's all I got. Okay, okay, all right. So 
that being said, let's get into these topics. So what we got? From uh, one crazy person yeah. to another. Right. Right. All right. So another person I don't want to talk about. So we got, we talked about Trump. Don't want to talk about him. And now we're going to talk about Kanye, who I don't really want to talk about. But how can you be the Black Delegates podcast and not talk about Kanye, especially when his album just dropped? Ishmael, I did have a chance to listen to a little bit of this album. So uh, we're going to talk about that. But. Looks like Kanye West admits that the people working for him uh, on the album, he told them not to have premarital sex. <laughs> so uh, that was interesting. Um, I, I I understand and I get it. Um, but, you know, this your boy went from uh, bleached buttholes last album to now <laughs> telling people they can't have premarital sex. So has he really just turned his life around? What's What's going on with Kanye? Yeah, I mean, Kanye, like you said, it's crazy. Uh, Kanye is one of these people where it's like he gets focused on one thing and then he's one of those people like everybody in the whole house has to go vegan. Like he can't go vegan by himself. (laughs) Like you got to throw away all the meat, the cheese, the dairy. Like you got to throw away everything. Not just the house, everybody he knows. (laughs) Right, exactly. Everybody Everybody he comes in contact with. Right, he he's at a, at a restaurant, you know, and he's going up to other people eating pork chops. Like, what are you doing? You know, you're you're killing the environment, and you you murdered, you know, this little sweet piggy. Like, get out of here. Right. Um, right. This is the same guy who brought you Dark Twisted Fantasy, which was yes, one of the <laughs> freakiest albums, you know, that you had. And I understand that people can change. But for me, I mean, Kanye is just always on to the next thing. So I just don't trust him with this album. You know, he's saying it's, it's all about Jesus, it's all about getting your life right, uh, giving his life to God. Like, that's great. If all that's true, that's great. I yeah. support you. But number one, I don't believe it. And number two, right. the album was pretty regular. Like, I listened, <laughs> I listened through the whole thing. I probably listened okay. to it one and a half times because... It's, it's pretty short, so it ended up repeating, and I was like, oh, why well, is this repeating already? And I'm like, oh, I guess it went all the way through. But after listening to it one and a half times, I really don't need to hear it again. It just didn't do too much for me, so I don't know about what you thought about the uh, part that you did listen to. Just, uh, yeah, just I based think on I'm... the music. Right. I'm trying to think. If you said it was that short, I might have listened to the whole thing, too. How many songs on there? Oh, that's a good question. I want to say it's many? maybe like well, you can pull nine, it up while. but I think yeah, I might have I might have listened to about six, six okay. or seven. So uh, I did also think that it was meh. You know, it was fine. Uh, I was I was there for it at first because unlike everybody else, I know a lot of people was like, "Oh, I'm done with Kanye. I'm done with this person." Blah blah blah. I really don't care. You know. He can say whatever you want to say in his personal life. He's not eating babies. You know, he's not he's not uh, raping anybody, as far as I know. And so I'm, I don't care what you're talking about. If you like Trump, you want to hang out at the White House, cool. But if you make a fire, some fire uh, uh, CD or album, I'm going to check it out. You know, because we, we struggling out here in the rap game. So I, I, can't, I can't afford to not be listening to some good music. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, but I listened to it. Uh, I was there for it at first because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the live choir going. It's kind of cool. And I was like, if he could just put his Kanye, you know, rap skills on it, 
then voila, we'll have a masterpiece and have something that, that I can listen to, you know, uh, without guilt. But nope, um, he just kind of just rapped pretty basic. It was it was just it was just pretty basic. I I, I don't ever want to listen to it again. <laughs> I think I'm good. Right. You know, it had potential though, man. I didn't think it was the beats weren't bad. They were cool, but it also wasn't nothing, you know, super dope. Like not even one track was dope. And then he had that uh that Chick Fil A. I think that was the <laughs> that was one that I remember. Yeah. Like is Chick Fil A paying him? I hope they are. No, of course not. But uh, yeah, there's eleven tracks, but you know one of them is uh, like the outro part, which is forty nine seconds. A lot of these songs are only two minutes. You know, two minutes forty four, two sixteen. So a lot of these are two or three minutes long, which is why it's so short. I will give Kanye props where. He did the unthinkable. He brought the clips back together. You got uh, mm. both of them on the song. Think. Kenny G is on there also. The song okay. isn't necessarily uh, all that great, but it is solid. Just the fact that you bring them two back together, it would have had. Well, to Malice be. was already on the on the Christian rap, so he he been you know pretty straight laced of late. Right, right. So the fact that you got. You know, now no malice is what it goes by. You got malice and Pusha T back on the track. And and that's really what it had to be is like a gospel song because malice is like, or no malice is like, I'm not doing just mm-hmm. regular rap anymore. So you would have had to bring Push over to uh, the gospel rap side, which is what he did. So I give Kanye props for bringing the clips back together for doing that one uh, and pairing them with Kenny G, which is a little weird. But the song wasn't bad. It just wasn't the Clips reunion, I would imagine. But I'll take it anyway. So good job on that, Kanye. But yeah, I probably won't listen to that album pretty much anymore. Okay. Well, I'm going to take it back. I got to find the clip song and yeah. make sure I heard it. That but, is uh, the yeah, next Because I'm all for track. Malice. That's number 10. Because Malice, be, uh, Malice be featured on some Christian rap of late. And of course, he always spit. So, all right. So let's see. Uh... Let us know what you think. If you listened to Kanye's album, Was It Jesus Is Lord? Hit us up on our social media avenues. Let us know. Thumbs up or thumbs down. All right. So, here's a thumbs up and a, or a thumbs down for you. <laughs> this Mizzou tweet. Ishmael, I know you. I know it's your alma mater, man. I know you might have felt some type of way. Not really sure how you would have felt, but we're going to get your opinion <laughs> here in a second. Uh, Mizzou went out and they're running a diversity campaign, as as do all colleges that have mostly white people at them. <laughs> they run a diversity campaign to say, hey, black people, please come spend your money here, too. We're OK. <laughs> and uh, this one was uh, specifically like, uh, you know, I am more than a student athlete. And it right. kind of goes through what everybody's uh, major was or, you know, who they were in their family. There were their brothers or sisters or cousins. But. Uh, they chose to take a little snippet out, and uh, Black Twitter wasn't having it. Ishmael, yeah. and this is, you saw this. Yep, it's another story that has made national news from the area. You know, we had the, uh, the football team that was cheating at alma mater, high school alma mater. I don't know. Did we talk about that? If not, we should have. But, um, but, yeah, this was one with my alma mater, and Mizzou has its own sketchy history so I, I wasn't really surprised by it uh, I definitely was disappointed 
but this is the type of stuff that happens, um, you know, at institutions like Mizzou. I always talk about equity and um, equality and inclusion. Uh, and when you don't really have that, this is the type of stuff that happens. So you got this tweet. You got four students. You got one. You got two uh, white women. One, her caption says, I am a future corporate financer. Mm-hmm. Then you have another one uh, that says, I am a future doctor. Then they have mm-hmm. a young black woman and a young black man. The black woman's, her uh, caption, big bold, says, I am an African-American woman. Like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. You got a future doctor, an African-American woman. And then the young black man, his says, uh, I am a brother. <laughs> we know what that means. <laughs> so, they, so, they yeah. didn't want to write brother because it would be too blatantly obvious. <laughs> right. But, yeah, you're a brother, all right. So, yeah, Twitter, uh, black Twitter, and really mainstream Twitter kind of all yeah. went in on them. Uh, but the worst part about it, because when I first looked at it, I was just like, you know, kind of shaking my head. Like, really, that's that's the best you could do. You got these uh, talking about the white people with the bright future. And then for the black woman, it has to be I'm an African-American woman. For the black guy, it has to be I'm a brother. Like, we can only be identified by our race. But the worst part of it, I don't know if you read where they pulled those quotes from because they interviewed, like, all these students and I saw the video. I did watch the full length video that they put out later to say this was what we were trying to do. Yeah. So in those in those videos and they kind of quoted them in this article, of course, uh, check the show notes if you want to see the article that we're referring to. Uh, but they said that the young woman, her quote said, I'm an African-American woman a sister, a daughter, and a future physical therapist. So out of that sentence, you know, the other <laughs> ones, they, they they would have pulled future physical therapists. But no, right. they chose I'm an African-American woman. For the young man, his quote was, I am a brother, uncle, and best of all, I am a leader. Mm, would have been a good one. Right. That That's what these type of ads are all about. You put I am a leader right there, boom, like, that's tailor made for you, because um, clearly he couldn't say he was a general studies major. <laughs> <laughs> it just just doesn't have a right ring to it. <laughs> we know he's he's really just there to play basketball. We know it, but that's okay. Uh, you know that's not racist. It's just a fact. <laughs> Pretty much. I shouldn't have said that, but it yeah, is what it is. Yeah. yeah it's funny. <laughs> when I saw this, man, I you know. I don't know. When I originally looked at it, I was just like, oh, you know, they probably, they just messed up. And I I really didn't think anything of it. But yes, when you look, when I watched the video and I didn't pay attention to who said what, but I was like, everybody's saying a lot of stuff on here. Then yes, they could have chosen, they could have made a better choice. Uh, If you're doing a future, whatever, then stick with the future, whatever. (laughs) It's pretty simple. I mean, it's, it's hard to mess this one up, you know. But uh, that so. I am a brother, I think, is probably the worst. <laughs> they probably just want to make sure that they were like, hey, you could be black and come here, too. Uh, right. It's OK. We accept your blackness. 
Or they probably in a room like, what's important to a black person? Like, oh, their ethnicity. <laughs> so they're like, yes, let's do I am an African-American woman. But I am a brother is just it's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like what happened is, like I said, I don't think it was really black people involved on this project. And I think whoever the boss is was like, okay, we need to put out these tweets, uh, grab a couple of the students' uh, photo, take a quote. You know, and make sure we got some diversity in there. And he told that yeah, make to sure a definitely we got white people. student. So the white student Facts. was like, okay, diversity. All right, let me get to, I got a black woman, a black man. Check. We got that. Right. Uh, I'm an African-American woman. All right. I'm a brother. <laughs> like, that was his, <laughs> his idea of diversity. It's got to be black. We got to put something black in there. So they put the blackest statements that they could see on there, which that's not real uh, inclusion, that's not real diversity, that's just tokenism right there. Like, let these black people stand on their merits. The way it looks right now is like y'all trying to say black people ain't got no future because you show the white people's future aspirations, but the black people, you just put them in the present. Yeah. I'm a brother, I'm a woman. So y'all trying to say we <laughs> ain't got no future. I don't appreciate that, Mizzou. I'm not donating no more. Not that I ever did. No more your millions. <laughs> not that no I more did. your millions. But if I thought about it, now I'm not. Uh, don't worry. After interest, all that money that you paid for your uh, your student loans, Mm-mm, it'll right. be in the millions. Exactly. You donating, all right. Yeah. So do better, okay. Mizzou. Yeah, first you had yeah. the uh, the race stuff back with the football team when they decided they weren't gonna uh, play a game. They said they weren't gonna play. And um, man, they say some racist every semester, man. Yeah, because the president every was semester out there punking them. So get it together, Mizzou. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. My apologies to all the, all the uh, basketball players at Mizzou that may be majoring in uh, general studies or sociology. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. You know, I don't mean need. that they by need to put some some sociology majors on these type of projects. Yeah, maybe a little better turnout. All right, so let's move on. Let's let's get into some Halloween stuff, man. Uh, we had a a story pop up, which who knows? I don't know how you feel about it. Could be on the fence. We'll see how the listeners feel about it. But Bad Bath and Beyond was involved in a controversy this past week. Why you say? Because you know you're selling all kinds of Halloween decorations. But they decided, hey, let's do all black pumpkins. We're tired of the orange pumpkins, you know? <laughs> let's do something different. Let's do something, do something exclusive. Let's do something original. We're going to do black pumpkins. All black pumpkins. So that's what they were selling-ish. So you saw the pictures of uh, the people with the black pumpkins on their porch. Uh, how did you feel about said black pumpkins? Because a lot of people didn't like it. They thought it was blackface. What say you? Well, when I saw the black pumpkins, I knew immediately that it was time to go up to Bed Bath and Beyond and the protest outside the store. So I got my signs ready. Like I'm never should no. I don't care about oh. no black pumpkins, <laughs> okay. man. Are you kidding me? I saw the black uh pumpkins, the jack-o'-lanterns. Uh they were pitch black, they were tar black, they looked like regular jack-o'-lanterns. And I was not offended in the least. Um, I feel like this is one of those things of just hyper offendedness. 
if that's a word. A little bit, yes, uh, yes. Where people just, just want to be offended by anything. I guess I can see where somebody would be like, ah, that looks like blackface. But all jack-o'-lanterns have that same, like, <laughs> big mouth. So it's not – Right. It's different, I think, when you got blackface and you got the watermelon grin. Like, it's a jack-o'-lantern. Like, and it's Halloween. So, like, I don't care at all. What, in the words of the lady in the words of the lady on the video <laughs> it's a pumpkin stupid <laughs> that's all it's just a pumpkin so no i was not offended you know i you know i know i've never seen a black pumpkin at all but when i looked at it did i think of black people no i didn't <laughs> i just thought of pumpkins and that they were black and if you had orange ones mixed in there it would be a pretty cool pattern mm. that's all i thought about it but uh, yeah, man. I mean, h- how far could they push said black pumpkins before it would be racist? What if they had a gold tooth? <laughs> well, that changes or, or everything. Or if they had braids. Yeah, if they yeah, had uh, cornrows. If they had cornrows, would would it then be uh, racist? Maybe. Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Once you start a few to things put, you add. once you start to put black features to where you're trying to identify this pumpkin as a black pumpkin. Then right. that's when you get a little sketchy. But for this one, it was just a straight pumpkin, a straight jack-o'-lantern. It wasn't anything that was saying, hey, I'm black, other than it was just a black in color. So that's like saying, right. now, if a white person wear a black shirt, like, are they out of bounds? Oh, why are you wearing a black <laughs> shirt? Like, no, right. go sit down somewhere. Like they're, they're, right. My thing is, there are plenty of real things to be offended about. There's plenty of racism that's going on. I can't tell people how to feel, what to be offended by, but for me, this is something you, you're just reaching for. Now, I was worried when I first saw this thumbnail, though, because looking at it, these pumpkins have words on their teeth, and I saw N, and I saw G, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, somebody didn't put that on their on porch. Right. But luckily, it just says Nugent, so we don't know if they were talking about Ted Nugent, the politician. Is he a politician? I think. Uh, I've heard the name Ted Nugent he's somewhere. A musician. Or, or oh really? Okay, sorry. <laughs> or is it Nugent, the kicker that used to kick for like the Jets? Uh, I remember him being a kicker in fantasy football. So uh, we don't know who they're a fan of, but apparently, uh, Fred- Frederick and Nugent were the two black pumpkins on this porch. So shout out to them. Yeah, so get over. I know you asked about the hanging something for Halloween, which we talked about that, but yeah, Halloween is supposed to be dark in general. So if you got a black pumpkin, you got a black cat, if you got a black witch hat, it's not racist. Now, white people, don't listen to this and start saying, oh, we could do blackface because that's different. Once you're trying to make this be about black people, it's different. The color black, nothing wrong with it. I'm fine with the black pumpkins. As a matter of fact, I might have to get some black pumpkins. <laughs> That's what's up. What's blacker than black pumpkins? <laughs> nothing. Right. Black delegates, we need a black pumpkin. <laughs> black yep. jack o Yeah, that's what's up. All right, all right. So, we don't think this one was out of bounds, but I think this next story is out of bounds because I think it's creepy. This one is about phone cases that are made of artificial human skin. Artificial human skin. Okay. Already. Are you with me? Do you think that sounds weird? Does that sound (laughs) weird to you? It's pretty weird, right? Right. So, 
apparently a French uh, uh, human computer interaction research team thought that this was a good idea because they said, hey, we interact with our phones so much, we should have the phone that feels like human skin. So they decide, hey, we're going to put inputs in it. We're going to put an interface in it. And it works just like a touchscreen, except it's like a phone case. But if you look at it, it just looks like a clump of white people's skin. Ashy white people's skin at that. And uh, if you look at the pictures on here, Ishmael, they are squeezing said uh, skin on this phone. You can touch it. You can uh, <laughs> you can rub it. <laughs> and all types of other things. What do you think? Are you getting this on your Huawei phone? I don't have a Huawei phone. Again, I rock with OnePlus. Um, but no, I will not be rocking the skin phone. Uh, when I look at this thing, the first thing it made me think about was on Silence of the Lamb, when the dude was like, put right. the lotion the in lotion the basket. The <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is some sick, demented person. Like, if you want the touch of skin on your phone like you're just a creepy dude like you just should have been locked up <laughs> you, you just should go to jail because you are some type of um offender i don't know what type of offender you are but if you're not an offender you're a future offender so yeah the skin phone get it all the way up out of here now keep in mind like there is usage for this and i think paul would be interested in this <laughs> So, Paul, I'm going to give you the website. I uh, found this on Mashable. Uh, you can check the show notes. I know you want to order this because you were ordering one of those dolls. But the skin-on interface is is pretty cool, man. Like, you can touch the back of the phone, and it reads you as touching it. It can tell if you're pinching it. It can tell if you're, like, pinching and turning. So, Paul, a lot of applications for you, man. <laughs> so, uh, I know, you know, just by your internet browser history that uh, you definitely will be into this, uh, even if it's on a phone. But you can definitely put it on on your uh, uh, life size doll when you get that in. Now my question is, if this, so this skin uh, tone that's in this particular story is a pretty mm -hmm. pale, ashy skin white. Tone. Yeah, it's ashy, yeah. ashy white. Uh, if this was black, like the jack o' lantern, would that be racist? Mm. How black would they make a black skin tone on the phone? It would be super black. I guarantee it. It would never be the color of a human black person. They would just make it all the way black. So that's where they would probably have a problem. Or they'll just never come out with a brown version. Because they could never get it right. So I don't I don't think there's any way around it. I think regardless of what type of brown you make, you're going to lose. And then you're going to lose because black people ain't buying this. <laughs> Why you want a hunk of skin you know, on your phone? Like, don't nobody want that. And why is it so ashy? Like, is there lotion that you can buy? <laughs> but you got to get some. Hey, some it's artificial skin. Lotion. You have to moisturize it. Yes. <laughs> Just like you have to moisturize leather every once in a while, you got to moisturize it. You're going to have to moisturize this artificial skin <laughs> on this phone. So, yeah. So, if y'all looking for that, check the show notes. You can order it when it comes out. So, uh, you know, it's nice. Have you ever seen the um, the screen protectors that have. You know, supposed to protect it from like a nail. You know, they'll be banging it with a hammer or banging it with a nail and throw it off a of ten stories, and it still stick together. Have you ever seen those, or you you think those are legit? Uh, no, I have not seen that. Who makes those? 
Uh, there, there are a couple different companies. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll find a link and we maybe we'll talk about it on a different show. Uh, but I always see, you know, once you click on one, then you start seeing them on Instagram for right. the next eight years. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I always see these little advertisements of these supposed to be super heavy duty and it's the same thickness as a regular screen protector, but they're supposed to be super hardcore. So, uh, hmm. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Either I'll send it to you offline, or you know, maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode. But okay, uh, yeah. But I don't, I don't know if you really need that, though, man. I mean, I've seen the ones that they say you can run your car over them or whatever, but ain't Gorilla Glass enough? I mean, what? How much you need? Like, you know, if you Paul and you parachuting out across, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, into, uh, you know, in the middle of the night into Tanzania or something, then yeah, you might might need a super strong phone that can stop a, a armor piercing, piercing round. But other than that, you don't need that. You just you just doing your everyday stuff in the office. You what's the what's the worst that could happen? You drop your phone on concrete. You're fine. Look, I need my phone to stop a bullet. If somebody's shooting at me, I need the phone to stop the bullet, and then I need to still be able to call my partners to come ride on them fools. Uh, so yeah, I need one of them heavy duty joints. All right, yeah, you living you living dangerous out here, man. So I don't blame. <laughs> <laughs> so street life, suburban street life. Right. Speaking of living dangerous, we know you like to live on the edge, yeah, and you've man. done some of everything. So I got something for you to try, and I will I will pay you to do this because I I need to see that video at the end. <laughs> so there, <laughs> everybody likes haunted houses except for me. I'm not, I'm not into it, but we can might can talk about that later. Scary. There is a place in Tennessee. Summertown, Take me Tennessee. to another place. It is called the supposed the scariest haunted house in the United States. And they said if you can finish the tour of this house, they will pay you twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars, Ishmael. That's a lot of money. That's 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 a little bit of bread. That's a little bit of bread. That's, yeah, yeah, some nice cash. Uh, but keep in mind, this is serious. So. It's so serious that you got to you got to sign a forty page waiver. So that's a lot of reading. A lot of attorneys went through looking through that. Right. You got to have a doctor's note saying that you're healthy, and you can pass a physical uh, to even get up in there. So and you why do you think you have to do that? Portable drug test on the day of the show. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you got to do the drug test too. I forgot about that because <laughs> they said they want to make sure you are a hundred percent in your clear mind. Uh, because uh, they're going to scare the heck out of you. Right, right. So apparently every single one of these experiences are tailored just to you. So they're going to ask you information about yourself. What are your fears? What are you scared of? And you have to answer honestly. If anybody's lying on there, they could do kicks you out. He said he kicks out probably 90, 90 something percent high 90s, like 98 percent of the people that want to get in there. A lot of people think that they can do it and they can't or they joking around and he don't, he don't play that. Uh, there's no there's not really an entry fee. To do this, this dude just likes doing it. I guess he's a weirdo. There is uh, an entry fee. He said you have. It's to a bring simple his bag dog of dog food. A can of food. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> or that's it. That's not really. That's not really nothing. <laughs> a bag of dog food. He didn't even say a big bag. Right. You know. So it's really just hey, I just want to get something out of this if I'm gonna have y'all come and do it. So Ishmael, did you get a chance to read into this story? Watch these videos because there is a two-hour video, but you can skip through it and get all you need to know about this. Uh, haunted house yeah well initially i just read the story i I didn't see the video until later so 
Uh, on first thought, I thought what everybody thinks. I'm like, $20,000 to go through a haunted house? <laughs> like, are you crazy? Are, are, are you serious that nobody has passed this? I'm like, this is easy money. Sign me up. Tell me where it is. Because clearly, this dude can't kill you. I mean, he can't <laughs> cut off your arm with a chainsaw. If that happened, nice. he would have been going to jail. So I'm like, the... The one place where I might not try to walk through for twenty thousand dollars today is the White House, because who knows what's gonna happen to happen to me if I go through there. But for a haunted house, I'm down for it. Take me. Um, I don't know how this dude does. He give you a lie detector test because how does he know I'm lying about my fears? Man, he said it's a a super. Uh, he said that there's basically a screening. Right. So he's checking out your entire life. He's doing a whole background check. He said you got to pass a background check provided by uh, McCamey Manor. Uh, he screens you via fo- Facebook, FaceTime, or phone. So he's talking to you, too. He's, he's going through your entire life, That's man. fine. But if I tell you that I'm deathly afraid of bacon... There's no way for you to disprove that. If I tell yes, you it is, that cause that's I'm dumb. afraid of bunny rabbits, there's no way that you know that I'm not afraid of bunny rabbits. So I'm going to tell them I'm afraid of some stupid stuff that I'm not afraid of and then pass easy breezy. He said you have to be truthful or you're not going to be there. Nobody, Nobody's scared of bacon. Nobody's scared <laughs> of anything stupid. Like these people, and you saw the video. You, did, you watched the video. The things, did you see anybody with just bacon land on their face in those videos? No. Those people were bound and gagged and blindfolded with fake blood all over their face. They thought they were dying. He says that he, he tapes the entire uh, uh, experience from everybody because when they get out of there, people think that things happen to them that didn't happen. Right, right. Yo, this is a psychological situation going on here if you think something happened to you that didn't actually happen yeah and i i will counter your point he said nobody's afraid of bacon i think there are a lot of people afraid of bacon people like <laughs> vegans especially if you ain't ate bacon in like 20 years oh you're afraid Not of scared. bacon because you know what's gonna happen if you eat that bacon it's gonna be all bad <laughs> so but it's gonna be so tasty <laughs> it's gonna be tasty but <laughs> Your stomach is going to be bubbling up for the next six months. Um, right. But it's a little disgusting, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> but no, once I watched the video, that changed my thought. I was 100% yes, sign me up. Where do I go? And then right before we started the podcast, you pointed out the video, and I skipped through that a little bit, and I saw the man talking, and I saw a couple people who had some little goggles on, the little disorienting goggles, and I'm like, eh, this is still easy. This is nothing that makes me afraid. Like, I still feel like I could do it. I feel like right now, after watching the videos, <laughs> I can pass it. That's not a doubt in my mind. Please however, do it. However, the weirdness of these videos, the way that he got these yes. people uh, tied up, bound, like to yes. me it feels like he's offering you 
this $20,000, and he really just wants to do some freaky stuff to you. He just seems like a sick individual that's in the BDSM. I'm not going to call all people in the BDSM sick, but I think this dude is sick. He's into some freaky stuff, and he's just like, hey, bring me some dog food. Let me tie you up and do what I want with you, and then I can film it. And if you make it all the way through, I'm going to give you $20,000. Nah, Mr. Freaky Man, you ain't going to have me on no video all bound and gagged. Not going to do Yo, it. Yo. Not going to be the one. Like the one, dude, the one dude had his mouth like uh, held open yes, by the fake lips. That was the one. What is that, dog? What the, is that? <laughs> that was the clip. That dude was that like, I'm so sorry. I want to go home. Heck <laughs> yeah to a ain't happening. Because his mouth was stuck open. Think about, okay, we're talking about Halloween. Remember you got that little, um, it's like the gum. It's like little those lips candy that lips. you put on. But yeah, it's candy. candy it was like that. But his mouth was just stuck open. People yeah. only put that, only stick your mouth open for one thing. For one thing. <laughs> nobody. I'm not about that life. Yo, and everybody was crying. They had a safe word. They had to say a sentence. One dude was like, yeah. I thought he was like, oh, you thought you was tough because you was from Texas, huh? And he was like, yes, I thought I was tough because I was from <laughs> Texas, but I'm not. I couldn't even make it one hour in the house. It was just too much. I couldn't do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, he and was it's like 10 hours, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think the it whole house experience is a- 10 hours, which is crazy. Uh, but I don't still, even think it was that long. $20,000 for 10 hours, you know, that's that's still not a bad hourly wage. Uh, but, yeah, the fact the the fact with the video that he had and just all them weird little contraptions, that, like I said, that one with the mouth open, that's why I was like, I'm all the way out on this. Like, I don't trust yeah. this dude. You're not about to have me looking all crazy. The one dude said he was like a Marine, like he had just, he had got kicked out of boot camp before. He was so tough. And he's like, yeah, this is, you know, he he thought he could be able to do it. This dude punked out while watching a two-hour video that shows the <laughs> other people being scared. He was like, no, nah, I changed my mind. I'm good. Yeah, and they, Man, you, you don't want to play with this dude. He he looked like he was doing some Gitmo stuff, man. This is what they was doing to Al-Qaeda down in Cuba. Uh, and and they was they was just doing all this kind of all these right. uh, different things. They was probably waterboarding them. I don't know, man. The one person was getting some liquid poured on their face. I, I don't know what they was doing, man. But I don't want to. Do oh it. yeah, it definitely is waterboarding people. He's definitely doing some uh, some enhanced interrogation tactics. Uh, yes. So yeah, I don't I don't trust it. I, I do feel like if I did it, I have the will to pass it, but. I oh come on! Like come on, Superman! Come on, Superman! I feel come like this on, Superman. To grab on my booty or something, and I'm not with it. <laughs> I'm not come, with it. Come on, Superman! Exposed. So that's all he have to. That's all he have to do to you is just grab your booty, and then you just be like, "Oh, let me out! I'm sorry. I don't want to do this no more." <laughs> but I thought that I thought it said when I first read about it that like nobody would touch you. Oh, and this is interesting too. To. I think this is how he gets a lot of people because it said. You can't curse. You can't curse doing it. You can't like physically touch or hit anybody. So you know, if you blindfolded and somebody run up on you, your natural reaction is like push him off or something like that, or you gonna let a little curse word slip by. But it says you can't do any of that. So I think a lot of people, maybe even before they voluntarily just tap out uh, per se they break one of those rules and get out. Because you can't tell me, he's been doing this for years. You can't tell me nobody could pass it. I mean, when you look at Ninja Warrior, when you look at, 
Naked and Afraid. When you look at all these shows where people train day and night for years to be able to do all these amazing feats, even if it's fear-related, uh, you can't tell me nobody can pass this. So I think he just, you said it's 40 pages so of rules. I think it's, right. just, it's just too many rules for you to be able to make it all the way through. So this is this is Wikipedia. It may not be true. It may be true. It's probably true based on what we saw in these videos. It says, uh, McCamey Manor is a torture house and a pioneer uh, of the notion of extreme haunts. It was founded in San Diego by uh, Russ McCamey, uh, originally located on his property. Um, it's, it's known for simulated aggression towards its guests. They must sign a, a waiver to get in. Employees of the manor may physically assault patrons, hit them with vibrating toys, Vibrating Told toys. You. Told you. Waterboard them. Force them to eat and drink unknown substances. Told you. Uh, have them bound and gagged or engaged in other forms of emotional, physical, and psychological torture. One journalist journalist mentions that in the communities where it occurs, the residents question how the attraction stays legal, even with a waiver. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's somebody that commented on this... Uh, video i don't know if this is true i'm just reporting okay. this comment uh it says stop promoting this place mccamey has been shut down in at least three states his waiver consists of rules stating there will not be any safe words allowed you cannot withdraw consent you cannot pursue legal action for any reason his cast is mm. built of rapists pedophiles and people with assault charges against them uh, this mm. house does not have an end he will not pay anyone to go through it he is criminally negligent and abusive Stop promoting wow. this place. Um, now, I don't wow. know if that's true. That could be, you know, just take that as hearsay. I don't believe all of that. I can't, I wouldn't imagine. If he's giving you background checks, he can't have rapists, pedophiles, and folks with assault charges in there. That I, Working for him, he could. They ain't getting the background check you are. Yeah, but I, that I don't know if I believe. But, like I said, this just seemed like some freaky dude trying to get his rocks off, um, you know. He, he just into that bondage life and he got fools that'll come to him, do it for free and give him some dog food. Matter of fact, he probably feeds you that dog food. He probably don't even got a dog. Yo, ain't no telling what this dude is doing, man. That's all I got to say. Yeah. What, what, but, I, uh, what yeah. did I say earlier about the phone case? This is probably that dude that'd be like, put the lotion in the basket. Dog, look on the pictures. <laughs> just write McCamey Manor in your phone. Matter of fact, do it right now. We got time. If it don't work out, we'll take it off the podcast. <laughs> just just type in McCamey Manor. Click images on the Google search. This third one, there's a this dude is covered in fake blood. Well, it could be fake blood. It could be real blood. Uh, this chick down here on this video looks like she is covered in like mud. He got a camera in her face. Watch it. Her mouth is wide open. She is crying. These people are bound and gagged on this other part. This man has a fake gun point being pointed at him, and he's being forced to do that little sit-down torture thing, if you've yeah. ever done that. And you know how... This man has a fake drill in his mouth. Oh, they got a black... Yo. Look, they choking this black lady. He got this black lady. They are literally choking her. Yo, this dude is on some wild stuff, man. Yeah. This white dude, he being choked. 
Yeah. See now. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to get out here and do this, Ishmael, I will I will pay you. Uh, we we will shoot up to the number one podcast. Look at this one down here where this girl is. It's a bunch of brown stuff being shoved in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably not anything, but that's very weird. I do see the black lady getting choked. She also has some masking tape on her face. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna need you not to choke me. <laughs> uh, this dude has snakes on his head. Are they real snakes? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as long Look as like they're they not might poisonous, be. then. Yo, oh. this chick right here has a cage on her head. Dude, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This guy, you got to scroll down a bit. This dude has okay. a, what is this, like a worm or a caterpillar going in his mouth through his nose. It's going Yo. in his nose and coming into his mouth. Like, absolutely not. You clicked on somebody though, didn't you? Uh-uh. This is this is I just scroll I'm on my computer. Uh but I just scroll down, scroll down. Okay. Maybe I went too far. I got to go back. It is Yo. it's near it's actually near a picture of just four fake jack-o'-lanterns. Okay. So if you see the black? jack-o'-lanterns, matter of fact, <laughs> this one got a real python up to her face. That's yeah, weird. I'm gonna link it. I'm gonna link this photo if I can. Copy. Yeah, this this chick is in a freezer. Yo, you're not gonna put me in a freezer. Cause at some point you would be like, "Hey, maybe I just signed up for this for no reason, and I'm finna die." <laughs> right. This person right here is being dragged out into a field with a man on top of him choking him. Yeah, man, this this dude's a psycho. Is this person in a tub of water? Yeah, so. I can't believe that there are black people in here. So check the keep, Ryan. I copied that photo. Okay. And also, for the listeners, uh, again, check show notes. We will link to the story uh, that has some of these photos and that has the video of the guy talking. So you can uh, watch it. And if anybody wants to go and uh, do this haunted house, let us know how it is. Let us know. Heck yeah. yeah. So do you see that photo, Ryan? I'm opening it now. Dude, he got some mealworms in his mouth and in Going his nose. Going through his nose and coming in his mouth. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's not one long worm. That's two. Just so you know. Yeah, I'm familiar with mealworms from pets that used to eat them. Lizards and stuff. You used to eat them. But uh, what's all this brown? No. <laughs> it sounds like you said I, I said I lizards and stuff them. that I had used to eat them. No, lizards. Okay, I was about to say. Pets that I had. So, but look at his face, man. What's this brown stuff on his face? We don't we don't even know what that is. What is the white All I'm saying is it looked like the stuff that you pull out of the drain if you cleaned a, a drain that yeah. was stopped up for years. Yeah, man. This dude's nasty. Uh, you know, y'all Google search that so you can see the, all the craziness, but that's gonna be a Halloween episode for this week. Uh, Ishmael, if the people even want to bother after listening to this nasty stuff uh, <laughs> to come back and listen to us, or if they just want to tell their friends, like, listen to these dudes and the things that they are into and what Ishmael said that he wanted to do for money, uh, where can they find us? <laughs> right. You're going to have to get that, uh, that GoFundMe or that Cash App account real big to make me go mess with this <laughs> little nasty uh, predator dude. But... <laughs> First and foremost, we want to make sure if you enjoy the show, make sure you hit us up on whatever app you're listening to, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
uh, Podbean, wherever, and leave us a five-star rating. When you leave us those five-star ratings, you could also leave a comment, but that helps other people to find the Black Delegates Podcast. So go ahead, hit us with that five-star. We'll appreciate it. Once again, if you want to reach us on social media, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, uh, the Black Delegates Podcast. If you want to email us, if you want to email us suggestions, if you have complaints, if you want to send us money, just hit us up at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at ishcreates. That's I-S-H creates. The Black Ryan is on Twitter at the Black Ryan, And Boxed Wine Poppy, who is out on paternity leave, he is on Twitter at Boxed Wine Poppy. Ryan, are there any last words any words of wisdom that you want to share with people who braved it? You didn't have to go an hour and 45 minutes or an hour and 50 minutes like last week, but if you stuck with <laughs> us for this over an hour long podcast, what can you leave them with to make them feel better about themselves? If you're interested in torturing people, a few things you need to be able to do. You need to be white. You need to own <laughs> dogs, own your own property, live in Tennessee, and have a very good attorney. That's it. All facts. You can do it yourself. All right. See y'all next week. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Peace.